How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. A new 300-seat restaurant opens in the courtyard of Suburban Square. With a Pennsylvania-oriented take. What are your expectations for spring and summer? I think it's going to be the best time that we've had. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can, and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadas Kuznets in Suburban Square in Ardmore with Avram Hornick, who is the owner of Lola's Garden, which is a new restaurant coming to the center of the shopping area. Avram, why don't you just describe it? Tell us about it. Lola's Garden is a 300-seat, primarily outdoor restaurant. The landlords here were kind enough to kind of dig up the center of the courtyard of Suburban Square and built this beautiful outdoor trellis for us. So we have expanded outdoor seating, both indoors and outdoors. What brought you to this location because you have a lot of places in Philadelphia. Yeah, so from where we're standing, we're out in front of Lola's Garden right now. We actually can see the train stop. So um, we felt it was really a connection to the city. That's how I get out here. I take the train. So whether I take the train in the city or take the train out to the suburbs, it really felt like it was a connection to the city. They changed the zoning in this area to allow for higher density construction to create a kind of a walkable environment. And the landlord here, Kimco, is really kind of taking advantage of that. They have a whole, whole bunch of new apartment buildings planned. So we're really kind of excited about this kind of new urbanization out in the suburbs and happy to be a part of it. Is this- your stomping grounds? Is this where you live out here? Uh, no, I live in Center City. That's what I thought. Yeah, but uh, I did grow up out here with you. We, we, yeah, <laughs> we went to high school together. We went to high school together. Yeah. Full disclosure. I feel like this construction has been here for a while. Like, when are they finishing up some of these buildings? Uh, I think they have a kind of a long-term plan to do a lot of construction here. So they, the Suburban Square is one of the oldest uh, shopping malls in the country. And where we're standing now, out in front of Lola's Garden, actually used to be a road. And then eventually it was paved over and became kind of a pedestrian area. And they recently expanded on the other side of Coulter Avenue, added a whole bunch of new stores. So this is kind of the older part of the shopping center. And now we have restaurants opening up here. And it's really nice because it's a very pedestrian friendly area. So you can come and you can kind of see people and it's people watching people watching people. And that's kind of what creates a great public space. When I first walked through that greenery, it reminded me of Parks on Tap. So that was all done by Kimco. That was here before we got here. They took uh, an area in front of the life fitness area fitness and they put a grass area with adirondack chairs and music and trees to kind of create an area to people hang out it's really kind of reimagining shopping is more it's not really a shopping center anymore it's kind of a a public gathering place you know so they have 
different things that people can do here. They have the gym, that they have stores, but they also can come get a cup of coffee. You can come get a smoothie. You can walk around. You can meet friends and family here. And now that we're here, you'll be able to get wine and beer and coffee and food and lunch and brunch and dinner. And it's that is to pull people in from the neighborhood that's surrounding this area to kind of come here for more than just shopping. How has that had to change during coronavirus? Well, the hope is, is that we're kind of at the beginning of the end. So now that Pennsylvania has uh, increased the 75% capacity, we have our, our entire staff, because most of our people are coming from Philadelphia, have already been vaccinated. Because in Philadelphia, it's it's 1B restaurant workers are vaccinated. So we were lucky to have a vaccination day where we had 300 members of our staff vaccinated. So the, the pandemic has really, they talk about social distance. And we really rather talk about physical distance, but social proximity. You know, people still need to be together, need to come together, even though to be safe, we have to be six feet apart from each other. So I think now that spring is here and it's outdoors is safer than indoors, people are really excited to come out and kind of see each other, even though they can't hug each other and they can't necessarily be close to each other. They want to be in a place where other people are. So how is everything going for you? I mean, coronavirus, I know a lot of owners are having a hard time opening because now there's kind of a a worker shortage. I know that you can pull because you have a lot of other places. I mean, how is it going? Yeah, I think people are still scared and it's not the time for people to transition. So a lot of people who work in the restaurant business are people who are new to town or moving between careers or or doing something temporarily or they were working in a restaurant for a long period of time and that restaurant may have closed or may be still closed. So people kind of aren't sure what they're going to do yet. So it's a really tough time for staffing just because it's a tough time for everybody and people aren't ready for new things yet. So I think that in a couple of months, a couple of weeks, that will loosen up and we're going to see more people coming out and that will ease up the economy and workers will find new jobs and be excited to start new things and new projects. Does it feel different being in Ardmore than it does in Center City? Uh, well, we've only been out here for uh, a couple of weeks now since uh, we've been doing the construction. What I love about Philadelphia is the diversity of people that you have. You know, all different races and ages and, and physical types and people into different things and dressing different ways. And out in Ardmore, you don't necessarily have that. So I'm, I re- I'm a Philadelphia person and I really love living in the city and I love having places in the city because of the pluralism that's there and, and the diversity of Philadelphia. But Philadelphia is a little bit more strict, though, with restaurants. They are, but hopefully that'll ease up sooner. I think that, you know, Philadelphia tends to be a couple weeks behind Pennsylvania. So the hope is, is that we'll catch up soon enough. And, you know, I'm lucky that I have a lot of outdoor spaces that we had before the pandemic. So having outdoors, especially in the springtime, it just so happens that that was what's appropriate during this pandemic. Now, it could have happened that if it was a different type of emergency. Having outdoors may have been bad and and you wanted indoor restaurants. That may have been safer. But so it just happens that we had the type of business that was adaptable to this pandemic time. All right. So what are you excited about with Lola's Garden? What kind of food and drink is it? And what's exciting about this new restaurant for you? So uh, first of all, it's all Pennsylvania. So that's what's really excited about the drink, that we sourced everything from the liquor to the wine, from the beer, to exclusively Pennsylvania manufacturers and suppliers. So it, it really allowed, uh, that limitation allowed a lot of creativity. Matt Deutsch, our beverage director, really uh, took advantage of this uh, limitation. He met with a lot of Pennsylvania wineries and Pennsylvania distilleries and, and really found the best of the best and, and kind of used that. He had to actually make his own bitters because there wasn't a supplier for bitters in Pennsylvania. So he had to really improvise to, to do that 
because of the limitation of Pennsylvania, only uh, items. It has to do with our liquor license. So we're actually, um, this is a, a, a tasting room for our brewery. Mainstay Brewery is here. So all the beer is exclusively from Mainstay because that's a liquor license that we have is that brewery license rather than a full R liquor license. And who's your chef? What kind of food do you have? Andrew Wood is our chef. He owned uh, Russet for a lot of years, which was uh, one of Philadelphia's first farm-to-table restaurants. He was really a pioneer in that. Him and his wife owned the restaurant. They closed it maybe um, a year or two ago. Uh, so we we're really lucky to um, be able to work with him. He is an amazing chef. His food tends to be uh, simpler. He, he tends to use the uh, locally sourced ingredients and combines it in a way that brings out the flavor of that ingredient. So it's it's new American restaurant. So you're going to get the grilled fish and, and steak and pasta and, and burgers and sandwiches, but with a Pennsylvania-oriented take. What's been the most difficult part about opening? This has been a really easy project, actually, that we've had a lot of cooperation from Montgomery County in terms of the, the building department out here and the health department has been really helpful. The landlord did a lot of, we worked really closely with them to do a lot of the construction. And they've been great to work with. So it's been a very easy job, actually, and it's been a lot of fun. So what are you seeing in terms of as a restaurant owner? I know everybody's thinking about COVID. Are you seeing people coming back? Are you seeing customers coming back? Are you expecting a big opening? Yeah, so what we're really focusing on is limiting the number of people who, who are going to come to the restaurant initially. So we have a reservation system and we're only opening up the restaurant at, at a limited capacity because first of all, we want to make sure we deliver on people's expectations. You know, this is really a, a Philadelphia restaurant coming to the suburbs. So we're going to run it as if we were in Philadelphia. So if you have 300 seats, how many people can eat at a time? So we're going to initially open it up to about 100, 125 people and we're not going to have a, a bar crowd. It's going to be mainly reservations only uh, just to kind of get the, the, the wheels uh, off off the bus <laughs> to kind of uh, allow us to uh, deliver as well as we can. So that's partly because of COVID, but it's partly because that's what you do when you open a new restaurant. So we really want to be here for you know 25 years. So we want to make sure we do things right to begin with. So what is happening during COVID that you think is going to stay? like precautions and things like that? I don't think that things are going to stay. Like, I don't think people are going to want to be a part. I don't think masks are going to stay. I think that people have learned to be a little bit more independent. So I think a lot of places are using self-ordering. I think that's probably going to stay. I think the increase in delivery is probably going to stay. But I think it's people are going to revert back to wanting to be around other people. And that's the thing is we all miss being together. And in the hospitality business, that's what we're about. We're about socialization and social spaces. And yes, we serve food and that's we serve drinks but we're really about people coming together and that's what we all miss very much. So we're really excited to kind of be opening here, to have something new to do kind of in the main line and to offer a, a social space for people to come to. Do you think we're ever going to smush the chairs back closer together or ease up to the bar three deep? Absolutely. I think that, that, that the... I kind of like the chairs being apart. Uh, no, no. They're, they're, we're going to go back to, you know, chairs 18 inches apart, tables 18 inches apart, because that's part of the fun. Like, again, it's, it's people watching people. Watching people is what makes public space great. And you need to be around other people and see them and hear them and, and feel their energy around. And yeah. that's what makes it great. You can... You can 
you know, cook at home. You can hang out in your backyard. Like we want to come to public spaces to be around other people. And so you want that density. I don't think that's going to go away. So even with COVID, you're still thinking ahead like, okay, we still have to set up for bar service eventually when that comes back. Well, Pennsylvania now allows people to sit at the bar. So that's a big, a big plus. Philadelphia is not there yet, but uh, out here in Ardmore, we'll have, uh, we just built uh, these partitions that kind of move along the bar. So you can come and sit at the bar and have a drink. But I think hopefully by, you know, September or October, we'll be back to allowing people to come and come to the bar. What are your expectations for spring and summer? I think it's going to be the best time that we've had. I really think that people are, if the weather is going to be as nice as it has been, then I think that people are going to want to come out. They're going to want to see each other. They're going to want to be outside. So we're really excited for it. Favorite part about Lola's Garden? Absolutely, the the trellis. So that uh, we built this uh, large outdoors trellis, which is 150 seats. And we have a design that it's going to be enclosed in the wintertime. Uh, with like an awning roof and uh, clear vinyl walls. And then we have these wonderful heaters. So we'll be able to open all four seasons. So it's really a, a beautiful design. And we're just excited to have people experience a real outdoor kind of urbanist environment out here in the suburbs. How does that work? Does the landlord collaborate with you as far as what design you want? Yes. I know that you you have kind of a, your restaurants have a certain style. Yeah, th- this project, we've been working for three or four years uh, on this project. And we've they've moved us from different spaces within the center but we finally found uh, the space which actually i think works really the best so uh, they again have been great to to work with Uh, they have a really good design team they really have a sense of public space and wanting people to experience the center as more than just a place to go shopping as a place to come and be around your friends and neighbors you have an opening date uh the opening date is april 15th and what's your feeling like as you're on the verge of opening? Normally, it's just uh, wanting all the elements come together at the last minute. So you're hoping that everything fits together. And so far, uh, so good. But as we get closer to the opening, we are going to uh, hope that everything comes together exactly like like. This is restaurant number... I don't even know the answers to that question. Um, you have so many, so many. Well, it's just that, you know, I, again, I've been doing this for, for 25 years, and we've opened up places and closed restaurants, but uh, this is probably number nine, which is open right now. Right. COVID's been tough, huh? Well, it, it's been really hard on the whole industry, and, and it's really just a matter of what type of restaurant that you had. If you had a small 50-seat BYO you're just devastated. You know, if you had a pizza restaurant that primarily did takeout, you probably did better than you did otherwise. So it's been a really change, a real difference between different types of restaurants have succeeded. And not because anything they did, just because the type of operation that they had before COVID. So I I think that it's going to um, shake things up. Uh, So when things start to reopen, I think we're going to see a lot of new energy in the restaurant business and people who, you know, people in the restaurant business work a lot of hours and a lot of days. And so they've been off. Uh, So when they come back to work, I think we're going to have their creativity and have their energy and people are going to be ready to try new things. What's the key to you to not only survive through the pandemic, but also open a new restaurant? The key has been that we got a lot of support. I mean, it's it's support from uh, most of all our our, our patrons, like the, the, the people have been so supportive of, of restaurants coming out no matter in the middle of a uh, winter to sit outside in the restaurant. The staff has really come together and worked really well together and kind of stepped up. Anything that they've been asked to do, they've done. And I, I can't emphasize enough what Congress has done for us with the PPP money, the employee retention tax credit money, the, the Restaurant Recovery Act. They've really... St- 
stepped up to kind of help restaurants bridge the gap during this time. So I, I think we're, we're really grateful for the support that we've gotten, and that has allowed us to stay open and to expand at this point. Congratulations on Lola's Garden. Again, if people want to look at the menu to find out more information, what's the website? Uh, Lola'sGardenRestaurant.com or just Google Lola's Garden and I'm sure it'll come up. All right, Avram Hornick with his newest restaurant here in Suburban Square, Lola's Garden. Congratulations. Thank you. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at Food in the 215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.